0: You're listening to High Radio Radio. with Miss Abba. Ole Boche. Thank you for listening and tuning in to Africa Unfocused. This is the place where I share uh, success stories from Africans one by one. We interview entrepreneurs and professionals from Africa and the diaspora and how they can help us achieve successes. Different subjects uh, come along, and as they come along, I make sure that I find somebody who has an expertise in what we are talking about to give us some tips and some head-ons to to handle our success, because this life... You know how crazy it can get. It needs management. It needs work. And uh, today we are talking about uh, one other thing. Uh, it is sort of under the newsflash, and that is the cost of a an African uh, wedding. The reason I want to talk about that, because it actually was a news item on BBC. It came down on my Twitter, and I saw it, and it specifically zoomed in uh, to a Ugandan Wedding. And it seems that a lot more people are spending so much money on African weddings, both in Kampala and both in the diaspora, more money to spend. Uh, and that means that they don't often budget or they don't really look out as to what it's really going to cost and if they can handle the costs, Right. So uh, talking of weddings, this was specifically a Ugandan wedding, and uh, a wedding planner came on, and she said, you know what, there are a couple of things that Ugandans really like, and that is really important, as in terms of a good location, an expensive location, you need to make sure that your guests come in with an awe moment, and they're really, you know, coming in for an experience or something like that. And also she mentioned there should be good music, there should be good food, and all of those things. But there was also a backflip to the story where um, they interviewed a couple. In this case, it was a pastor. It was an Ugandan pastor. And he felt the pressure of his people or his environment to organize a lavish wedding. $10,000 in total. $10,000 could be small to another, but it's kind of much to an average person to spend just that once. So so what that meant is that after the wedding in the next two years, they were going through financial difficulties. So I have with me, uh, one of my friends who was also a wedding planner. She does a whole lot of stuff. She's into PR. She's into, um, uh, wedding planning. She's into, uh, she's a beauty advisor as well. She does a whole lot of things. And She what I feel she has one of the best advice when it comes to weddings, because she has experience in the African ones and she has experience in the Western ones as well. So I would really like to uh, get her mind on what she thinks of wedding, what she think is really necessary for an African couple uh, to spend on or to have in their weddings what you could leave out of your budget what you cannot and also kind of have an idea of what her experiences is and she is the one and only Konaru, one of my uh, lady friends from my girlfriend uh, the podcast and i just called her let's just see if she's there Ikriya, are you there
1: yes so i'm here <laughs> how are you doing <laughs> i'm good i'm good i'm good how are you
0: i'm also fine thank you so much for uh, giving your time i know you're busy and um, Thank
1: you for having me. You
0: just have a lot to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's
1: okay for you on my
0: time. <laughs> As uh, a wedding planner, because I would like to talk to you, um, wedding planning, the thing is, I think that work is so precious because I don't have a lot of wedding planner in my in my space. Because I see mm-hmm. people that um, want to plan a wedding. They kind of lean on their families and, and things like that. Um, But I want to know from you, how is working as a, a wedding planner, how does that go about? How does it even work?
1: Well the thing is you first start with um getting to know the couple. So first of all you have somebody reaching out to you or uh have people um doing the mouth to mouth work or they've seen your work before so then they reach out and then you just have a conversation about what they want, um what their um uh like their dream wedding looks like. You just ask, you know, a couple of questions which will um set like a line for you so you know like, okay, so they want this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And then yeah. you talk about the budget. So like how much do they want to spend? Yes. Because planning without a budget is the worst. Mhm. <laughs> because you might end up paying a lot for things and then you think when you look back you'll you'll be like, um, okay, so maybe we had to change or maybe you could have gone another way. Yeah. So I usually ask a couple of questions, and then I write it down and I'm like, okay, so um, then I'm like, by my understanding, you want this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And this? Is yeah. it correct? Then I hear yes or no, and then uh, I get feedback and then I ask you, like, what is the budget? So, those are the golden questions. Like, the budget is the, the biggest question. What is the budget?
0: <laughs> so, that probably is question number two or three. Yeah, number two, my friends. Number two, <laughs> <laughs> budget. <laughs> number two. All right, budget. And have yep. you how do you have you dealt with maybe um couples that probably have an endless list, but their budget is like very, very little compared to all of the stuff they want and expect?
1: I have. I had a couple of times, um, a few couples who wanted this big fairy tale, big princess, you know, um uh, uh horses and carriages and fireworks and stuff. But <laughs> like the budget was like, um, you know, we can do a small thing, yeah. have a couple of fireworks, and you know, we can have a, two horses and one carriage. You know, we can work with it. <laughs> but then, the thing is like, oh yeah, but we want this and this and this. So I'm like, okay, well, I can give you feedback on how much everything costs, and then they'll be like, oh, okay, no, okay, yes, no, let's let's adjust. Let let's see what we can do. Yeah. So that's the thing, like, that's why I'm always asking the budget, and then I'll give you feedback with the things that you want, and then you will see for yourself that it doesn't add up. So oh. then we're just trying to manage it. We'll mm-hmm. do our best. Yeah. But then we're still working um, according to your budget.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So let's just say that the budget kind of sets sets the platform for everything. Mm-hmm. All All right. And uh, when it comes to African weddings, because one thing that I also realize is that Africans, we have both our tradition and both of the Western thing, well, most of us, you know, to please. Um, Do you see any sort of difference between, you know, as in terms of expenses between African weddings and the Western, solely the Western weddings?
1: Chile African weddings, is. quadruple everything like <laughs> <laughs> really so it's more expensive yes, it is it is it is it is more expensive but the thing is i mean let's be honest usually when you do the african wedding like if we go like really really like back in the days it was just low-key yeah you know somebody would come to your home uh, they bring their families you have a couple of clothes ones, and then you have a traditional wedding you have your pastor he'll pray for you and you're married Period. Yeah. Now, people are renting halls, castles, and everything, <laughs> inviting everybody and the baby mamas to come and um, see, like, yes, this is our traditional weddings. I mean, for the Ghanaians, they're wearing 25 different um types of kente. So yeah. your mama's wearing kente, You're wearing kente, Everybody's family's wearing kente. Your friends have different types of clothes, yeah. you know, with lace. Everybody has different kind of colors with groups. So now it's like, yes, we are showing the world, like, who we are, mm-hmm. and this is two people coming together, but we are showing you, like, how we're doing it. So yeah. now everything is just going ballistic, and the bigger, the better. <laughs> All right. So, yeah.
0: okay, so does that, does that mean that if you're an African and you're doing weddings, you would have to look out for your expenses more? What would
1: you say? I think you should because I I think you should because I've been to a couple ones um, these past few weeks and uh, last year as well and um, it can be small and when I'm talking about small like one hundred and fifty people or two hundred and fifty that's that's small that's yeah. considered small or you can really rent a hall for like a thousand people thousand people so, yes that's, People for rent halls just, that sounds just like for a traditional lot. yes. And, then, and that's only your tradition, because afterwards, you still have your white wedding.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm already, like, taking a deep <laughs> breath, gasping for breath while listening to this.
1: Oh, so my So that's gosh. the whole thing. Like, you have to manage your budget. And, even, I mean, some people just do the traditional, and then they're finished. Yeah. But a lot of us, especially the younger ones, you know, the younger generation, Yeah. we do the traditional. And then a couple of weeks later, or a couple of months later, or a year later, there goes the white wedding. So you still have to be saving and like, okay, we're going to split the cost. Mm-hmm. This is what the uh, traditional wedding is going to cost. And this is what the white wedding is going to cost. Oh my gosh. So I will advise people to like, you know, have two separate piggy banks <laughs> and split split the finances, split mm-hmm. everything you have. Power mm-hmm. um, saving, put mm-hmm. one thing in your um, traditional piggy bank and the other stuff in your like Western piggy bank. So you're
0: <laughs> advising to have two piggy banks... For yes, for the for well, actually, the, both of the weddings.
1: Yes, oh, my because God. then you have two different budgets, and you know that you won't have to go to one pig bank to use the money for something else, mm-hmm. or just using random money for somewhere else. So as long as you have a saving goal, mm-hmm. and you keep it separately, you'll be good.
0: That's a good advice. I'm a, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> <laughs> and so, looking at a traditional wedding first, what are the things? that should be there, the things that people can't miss if they want to do a traditional wedding? Well, the thing is
1: now, because traditional weddings have really been, like, you know, coming up the front line. Um, lavish. Up the front line. Yes, everything is lavish, everything is big. But I think the most important thing is, like, the food, because African people, let's be honest, <laughs> if the food is bad or there wasn't enough food... You're going to hear it till thy kingdom come. Nobody That's has true. time for that.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's like the you deal breaker.
1: Yeah, yeah. If the food wasn't good or there wasn't enough or some people didn't have food, mm-hmm. you, you you could have the most beautiful wedding in the world, but you didn't have enough food, people will say like, mm the wedding was trash because there wasn't food. If the food was cold, there's always something.
0: So, so- food... <laughs> So doing that, make or break wedding. (laughs) So just just a small question: Having uh, doing traditional, because that thing is in the morning. Would you then Mm -hmm. advise? Would you advise your clients to do like dishes, or would you look at you know lunch, or like what would you advise for people to look to?
1: Well, if you're having the uh, traditional in the morning. And um, you're thinking of like you know keeping like everything going during the day or keeping it going to the evening. Mm-hmm. You could start with have like small bites ish, but then Africans and small food, you know but then <laughs> you can <laughs> you can try to have small bites and then or maybe have a break and have people come back later on mm-hmm. and have like a reception type of gathering, and then you could have like um the serving up of food. Mm. Because, uh, but yeah, the thing that people do the most is having a buffet. But sometimes you could have problems with the shaving dishes or the food is not warm or stuff like that. But usually it works out well. But the best thing to do, in my opinion, is that you will have the food served up to people on the table.
0: Oh, that. Okay. So serving people and then looking into bites slash dishes. Yes. All right. And uh, the traditional uh, wedding, what else is very crucial, (laughs) if you would say so?
1: Um, Your music. But that's also for the Western wedding, the music. The music should be good because, you know, um, for the most part, black people, they want to have fun, they want to eat, you know, and boogie. (laughs) True. So make sure your DJ is good, the music is good, the sound system is working well. Yeah. And you'll be fine. So the food, the music, you'll be fine. So, food,
0: music, or what other thing is major? Um,
1: Another major aspect will be your hosts. A host can also make or break your um, gatherings, mm-hmm. your events, if the host is not really... Um, Um, somebody who's not really talkative, Mm -hmm. you know, who doesn't entertain the crowd because that's what the host does. I mean, you can have one or two hosts, you know, somebody who will translate in your uh, native language or translate in English or in Dutch or whatever, Mm -hmm. wherever you were living. Mm -hmm. But then the hosts always, you know, they lead the party. Mm -hmm. They lead where everything is going. So having like a bomb host or hosts is also very crucial.
0: All right. So, uh, Thinking of that, and let's talk about a white wedding. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Would your list be different? And if yes, how would your list be different?
1: Um, um, no. I think the list would be the same. The only thing is I um, do tend to see that when people buy their cakes, they usually buy like a big, big wedding cake, and it looks good on pictures and everything, <laughs> it's and too it's much. beautiful and fabulous, and then you have fireworks. It's 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 beautiful, but almost sixty percent of um, your guests don't even eat the whole thing, so you end oh. up going home with like half a cake, or people throwing half of it away. So that's the thing. Like with the wedding cake, make sure you don't overspend. Like people really overspend on a cake. Mm-hmm. And that is sometimes like, you know, like, you know, you could have used that money for something else. <laughs> oh, that's that,
0: yeah. that's one thing I've never heard of. So the cake is actually an, yes. an
1: overexpensive thing. A little bit, yes. Because a lot of people do not even eat their slice mm-hmm. or just leave it on the table. So you end up throwing away like a big portion of the cake.
0: Mm, right. All right, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you better listen to that. <laughs> I'm, in in the meantime, I'm getting comments from uh, Ghana Kings. Ghana Kings, first of all, thank you for uh, tuning in. And he's saying, "Whoa, why are we killing ourselves with white men's culture in the first place?" Woo! <laughs> That's a good question, Ghana Gh uh, Kings. Um, well, I think I think it's becoming more popular. I don't know why, but even in in Ghana or African countries people feel a burden to do a traditional one and a white wedding type mm-hmm. of thing. Or, because um, cause one one said that even a white wedding is the traditional wedding of, of white people. That's what one would say. Yeah. Um, yes. What, what do you advise to African couples that would come to you and be like, you know what, we want to do two weddings, but we mm-hmm. don't have the budget for the two of them. What would you advise? Would you advise them, like, okay, take the traditional one and let that be that? What would you... If you're really
1: is? a cultural person, mm-hmm. then I would say just do the traditional one and just leave the, the white wedding alone. But that's if, if you're really, like, really a cultural person. Because, like, where we come from, yeah. like, a traditional holds, like, a big meaning. It does. So, so again, technically, yeah, the white wedding is, like, a bit like, overkill, of overdoing it. But, I mean, for the for people like us, you know, who have been born here in Europe or whatever, or in the States, sure. wherever you live, as, uh, outside Africa, you'll see the white wedding as, oh, you know, like, that's the normal thing. But back home, it's like the traditional. Yeah. But, again, like I said, the, the way that people are in the traditional weddings nowadays is like,
0: That's that's whew, a own celebration know. on its own, Yeah. how I feel. Yes. Or what it is. Yes. Yeah, because if people are
1: moving the um, traditional from their backyard or their house to, like, renting a hall, I mean, mm-hmm. that's big.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. I want you to hold that for me. We're just going to listen to one song. And when we come back, I would like for you to kind of think of uh, what you uh, would advise as a budget wedding. Just um, mm-hmm. the key things that you would advise. So location, food, the amount of people. What would you advise to people on a budget uh, we're just going to give an amount. Let's say uh, a couple would have uh, about five five to eight thousand is what we mm-hmm. we'll call. That's a small budget, right? Yes. Well, and what would be like a bigger a big budget that would that would just be like okay, cool. I can we can do whatever you like. But what, what budget would that be?
1: Um. Hmm. Let me see. I think starting around thirty five thousand we'll get you far
0: thirty five thousand okay then it's thirty five thousand so we have the five to eight thousand one and we have the thirty five thousand and then yes. I would like you to just uh, think of what would you advise to an African couple um, you can do you can say whatever you want to say uh, what would you advise to the budget couple how to put their wedding down? Uh, and what would you advise to the a big balling <laughs> a, a couple <laughs> as to how they would uh, spend their wedding? So while you think on that, we're just going to play uh, one song. And that is a song by uh, Raye. And Raye is uh, a new discovered artist that I have. And we're just going to listen to her song. And we're going to be right back and talk about the cost of uh, weddings, um, how to make sure that you do the right expenses, how you can budgetize and make sure that you and your guests have a good and fun experience anyway thanks so uh, much we are talking to a Kriya Konedu who is one of my uh, lady friends and she's a member of my girlfriend the podcast and she is a wedding planner she's into pr she's a beauty advisor she does it all and um as i ran this week into an interesting subject regarding uh, african weddings it seems as if african weddings are becoming more lavish more and more and more and since she is a wedding planner i just wanted to pick her brain on uh, this thing with African weddings, the budget, the cost, uh, because it seems that even some couples uh, dare to spend so much money on a good wedding, but afterwards they get into debt. And one thing that Ikria also pointed out is you have to work from a budget. You have to make sure that you do things that are really necessary and uh, make sure that your wedding uh, is funded but also your marriage is funded afterwards we all like weddings i like to go to them uh, but i don't think <laughs> it's <laughs> so much uh, pleasant if the couple is broke afterwards <laughs> uh, and in the meantime we've had laurentia glow just joining in also darren uh, Aqua harrison thank you so much and josephine uh, Ajisefa. shout out to you girl obahema uh, abigail joined just now emily MC Flybuku, thank you for uh, joining in. Now, one also uh, commented, uh, Seven Stones, is wedding important if it is? Then explain to us why. I think that me and I myself and Akria are going to answer that. But first, Ekriya uh, is going to tell us what she would advise the African couple that are yet to get married and who are on a budget. So uh, what, what kind of budget are we talking about, Ekria?
1: Um, if you're really on a low budget, like you just said before uh, the break, like yeah. you said eight thousand or yeah. ten thousand, you said eight. Yeah, I, it was it was
0: it was between five to eight thousand, sort of. Five is is, is that even good for a small budget? Is that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard. It, it's really tight, tight.
0: It's a tight budget, but, right? I mean,
1: but you can still manage. I mean, people get married every day. I mean, it's not that. deep. I mean, it is deep, but I mean. It's doable. Okay. Um, what you can do, um, uh, coming to like the, the marriage license over here in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. you have uh, one day a week, mm-hmm. which uh, doesn't cost money to get married. So I think if I'm, uh, let me think, I think it's the Tuesday or the Wednesday. I know it's completely free. So you go to city hall. <laughs> that one is free. <laughs> yeah. You go to City Hall, you get married, and you get your license, and it's free. So okay. that's the first step, because if you do want to get married um, on one of the days that you do have to pay, yeah. you, it'll easily cost 250 to 500 euros, and wow. that's only your marriage license. Yes. How much? 250 to 500. It depends. Okay. So if that's not in your budget or you don't want to lose money over it, mm-hmm. just take one of the days that it's free, go to City Hall, get married, get your license.
0: Okay. Well, so that's that is the first
1: 500 step. euros down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's the first step. Um, coming to the, um, to, to the bride, um, you can look at options of renting a dress uh, instead of buying a dress. So you're
0: now talking about that, um is which, which part of the wedding so an African couple that has to do or that wants to do traditional and um white one? Or oh, was it traditional? Oh my tra- tra- yeah. traditional including, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Well, um uh okay wait. Let me stop. wait. From the traditional point of view, mm-hmm. um uh well, you always have to go to City Hall anyways because you need a marriage, uh, license. Sure. And then, uh, coming to the ceremony, you can, um, depending on the, which church you go, I know that a lot of pastors do not ask for money if you attend their church. Mm-hmm. Because if you're asking somebody where you don't attend church, I know that they will ask for, you know, a small something, something. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the difference as well. Oh. So, um, the, uh, your pastor, the, the So the one you attend church at Mm -hmm. can be the one who um, does the ceremony at your house. Mm -hmm. Another thing, you can do the ceremony at your house. And a lot of people like to, you know, rent halls and all types of different uh, venues. But keeping it small in your house doesn't cost any money at all. So that, again, is something that you can, uh, the venue, leave out of your budget. Um, Coming to the food. Uh, and, and if you want to ask people, you know, give people refreshments or um, other aunties. things to consume. <laughs> yes, you have your aunties, your grandmothers. You have everybody who is always willing to cook, so that's always a good idea. I don't know any auntie who can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> True. So you have your aunties on deck. The kitchen and the food is well taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, um, a package deal, which you could ask for um, photographers and videos. Oh, um,
0: yeah, that one. Almost forgot. Yeah.
1: Yes, because, of course, everybody wants, you know, to have good memories of the, um, of the day. Of Always look for a package deal. I know a lot of people want to look for a photographer and a videographer separate, but usually having a combination deal is the cheapest and the best. All right. Yeah. And then um I think I yeah. I mean those are the basic things. The basic thing a
0: for traditional
1: um, traditional marriage. So within yes.
0: within that budget would you advise the couple that also wants to do a white wedding or a church wedding, how people want to call it, would you advise them to do it? Uh, Cuz on top <laughs> of my head if I hear you naming all these things, I would mm-hmm. be like, you know, what we'll do the traditional and just have join in with your church service or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, what would you I would, say about that?
1: I would tell them to, if you read that, the, I mean, if the budget is really like, you know, just 800, uh, 8,000, sorry, I would keep it to the traditional and All then right. use the money that is left for something more useful. Like, you know, you can still go on a honeymoon um, if you two just um, got a house, bought a house, or, um, renting a house or whatever it is that you're doing, you know, you can um, furnish your house and everything. So you shouldn't really look at, oh, we want to please other people and, you know, let's go big and out of our budget and then afterwards live in death and nobody, nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. So I would just advise them to just do the traditional and then use the rest for a honeymoon Mm -hmm. or something else because a lot of Africans I've noticed don't really go on honeymoon and I usually don't know why but then I'm like "Mm, they they don't go on honeymoon wow (laughs) no I noticed a lot of Africans Mm -hmm. don't go on honeymoon after the wedding they just keep on you know just go back to living life and I'm like but you're still you know in the newlywed days (laughs) I mean go out go see the world you know
0: Definitely. Don't
1: get pregnant right away. Nobody got time.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. So uh, before we're going to switch to the other side, uh, the the couples that have a bigger budget um, mm-hmm. One lady commented on Facebook, Ohima Boatima Boateng. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you for commenting, Lady uh, Ohima. Uh, we Indian ladies overspend to please our friends from mocking yes. or talk bad about how the wedding looks like. So yes. we do stuff which is not within our means and power. Uh, what would you say about that? <laughs>
1: it's true. 100% true. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is it, just to show you, like you see my Bentley outside, yeah. You see this, yeah. You see my cake, yeah. yeah. Last time, I mean, a couple of months ago, I saw um um a video. It was really nice and pretty. And then you had the um, the bride who came in the venue of the um how uh, you call it the the reception in a Bentley. I was like, why are you driving? In, she came in driving in a, why she came in driving so she had a driver and she was sitting uh at the back of the car and i was like why 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 what's, <laughs> what's the use i understand you want to make a big entrance but that's just that nonsense that was pure nonsense and then afterwards <laughs> i saw two different weddings who did the same and i'm like is, that, is this a new trend so are we driving cars into um wedding venues now that's what we're doing that's what we're doing I was like, no no no, people really are doing crazy stuff
0: on top of the world, crazy things on top
1: of crazy, just to stunt
0: unnecessary for a few
1: weeks and you know by the time two two months, three months later, everybody will forgot about your wedding anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> people are doing crazy stuff really to, gotcha. just to stunt for a moment
0: gotcha, so so i'm I'm definitely understanding what you're saying. And, um, well, let's talk about the lavish wedding. I know it's, it probably, I see it kind of, a it's a privilege to be able to be lavish with your wedding. Um, mm-hmm. you talked about, you know, a budget of 35,000. What would be the three essential things that, um, the couple or this African couple that you would have come into you that they could, mm-hmm. um, that they could do both traditional and, um, white wedding.
1: You can go Bonkers which your wardrobe you can have the most expensive kinte lace or anything you want and buy it. buy it for your family and as well <laughs> yes if you're buying like that yes because you know africans you have to buy kinte for your aunties you have to buy this for your friends you have to buy this for your church group so everybody has different types of colors different types of styles but they are all in a group so what you can do when you do have a budget is you know uh buy the fabrics Mm-hmm. And if you really, really ball into, you can even pay the cost of you know the tailor. But I wouldn't do that if I were you. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I, w-
0: I would advise. Let people either.
1: chip in a little bit. Let people chip in. But you can um, afford to buy uh, the materials, and even for yourself, have you know the best hands handmade, and everything. Uh You can even switch dresses. One time, maybe two times, if you're really over the top, but you can, you have <laughs> the budget to switch. Um, you have the budget for a big cake, but then again, like I said before, it's not necessary. Not eat mm. everything, so it's not really necessary. But if you want to stomp on the gram <laughs> and the big cake, you can do that too. <laughs> you can go ahead. You can go ahead. You gotcha. can have a big bridal party as well because, you know, fabric costs a lot of money. And, you know, nowadays people have 12 bridesmaids, 12 groomsmen. So you have a party of 24. And then you have the, 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 the babies who, you know, walk around with the rings and oh, the flower yeah. girls. So you can have a big wedding party
0: mm-hmm. and have
1: everybody looking fabulous. Right. And then coming to your wedding dress, I would set a budget for that too because... A wedding dress shopping can be really overwhelming, especially when you don't really have an idea what you want,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and especially when you ha- you do have a style but you're not sure. As soon as a bra- uh, well a bride to be um, tries on the dress. Mm-hmm. It's game over from there Because everything goes out the window You thought you would like a sweetheart dress You end up in a mermaid dress And you're like, oh my god But I didn't know I liked this That's the whole thing (laughs) I always always tell my um, advice to be Give me your top 10 Most beautiful looks that you have in your mind Give me a top 10 So, because they would be saying Oh, I like this and I like this Oh, I like a sweetheart But I want a princess dress But I want it to be like a bare back But I want lace I'm like, "Uh, wait, what? Does it make a top 10 of what you like. I'm going to take a look at it. And then I can go and look around some shops like, okay, they have this over here, over here. Then I'll make an appointment. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as they put on a dress they thought they really like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, no, I look different. Oh, or, oh, I thought it would look more appealing. Or So that's the whole thing. Like, as soon as they put on the first dress, it's game over from there.
0: Mm, I see. <laughs> yeah. My gosh. So, so you should really know. So just to nip in between, we have the thirty five thousand, how much of that money would go to traditional, how much of that would go to um other one? Uh, or were you or did
1: I you think like of thirty five each? <laughs> <laughs> well, if y'all balling like that, yes. But <laughs> <laughs> if that's not the case, I would say sixty forty and then with sixty percent going to your um traditional and 40 going to your white wedding because like I said before, traditional weddings are really up and coming and people are going all out, like really all out. So that would be more expensive
0: in your experience than the, what we call the white wedding. Yes, because you can
1: keep the white wedding. Um, you can keep the cost slow, Mm. but still have a pretty decent, even banging wedding if you'd like to. Hmm.
0: I see. I'm, I'm learning new things <laughs> now today, <laughs> and I know exactly who I'm going to hire when I um, organize my wedding because I'm hearing a lot of things that I didn't know, kind of things like have two piggy banks for each wedding that you do. Mm-hmm. If you're on a smaller yeah. budget, you would advise a couple to keep it on the traditional and to also mm-hmm. save money for honeymoon or actually for the, <laughs> for the marriage itself. That's what you would yes. advise. And yes. the lavish one is actually, if I'm hearing you, actually a luxury, to if I'm hearing you right, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. Because you have more to spend, mm-hmm. so you have more to show, mm-hmm. so you can do whatever you want. You can have a Alice in Wonderland theme or a Christmas theme. or every. You can have everything and then having decorations to match and everything mm-hmm. around. Yeah.
0: All right. You can go all out. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we're going to close off about this wedding talk, I have one comment from Seven Stones. Seven Stones, shout out to you. My understanding to traditional wedding is African culture, life of wedding. Honeymoon is European, so are you sisters mixing things together? Uh, what would you say on that,
1: Ekria? <laughs> we're not mixing things together. You have your wedding, and then you have your honeymoon. <laughs> okay. okay. But what, what your Take point... A girl to her honeymoon because at the end of the day, like I said before, I noticed that a lot of Africans do not go on mm-hmm. a honeymoon after the wedding. They just perceive with everyday life. And I'm like, no, I mean, enjoy. You just got married. You know, you're doing that newlywed flow. Go on a honeymoon. Go out, see the world before you have babies and you mm-hmm. can't go anywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you actually
0: like the idea regardless of people doing traditional, the African traditional or not. Do you You like the idea of people spending a period of time together after they, you know, have presented themselves as a couple or investing in that in, in a form of a trip or a form of a a week out. You, you actually advise that.
1: Yes, definitely. Okay. Because when you come back, it's your in-laws all up in your face. It's everybody all up in your face. Mm -hmm. Like, and then life really starts because they say, you don't know who you're living with. I mean, you don't know who you are with until you live with that person.
0: True. That is true. That is so true. So let's just
1: ease the ride in. (laughs) (laughs) We're the honeymoon until time out.
0: (laughs) So Seven Stones, I hope that uh, answered your question. Ikria is a wedding planner, a renowned wedding planner. Uh, She would advise, regardless if you pick for the African uh, part or you pick for the Western part that some people or more Africans are choosing to do, uh, she would advise anybody who is on a budget or a bigger one to invest in spending time together. And uh, what I also like about is you kind of pointed out the cost of things. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that once they, um, yeah, spend on a wedding. And since these recent years, the lavishness and the expenses are getting higher, you know, as uh, we black people anyway or Africans have more money to spend kind of. Mm-hmm. So that is, um, I, I kind of like this conversation, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but we're uh, almost getting to a close. I am so grateful that we can kind of pick point of your expertise and your experience uh, as a wedding planner as well. Um, I would like for people after the show to be able to, to look you up because they're seeing some fabulous pictures of you. Ekriya Koneiru is a wedding planner and she is into PR. Her company called Cosmos and Lipstick. She can arrange and put together anything that you want. Could you let um, our people know where they can find you online and if they have questions and would like to continue on uh, wedding talk, where they could find you? Uh,
1: well, they can find me on Facebook at um, Cosmos and Lipstick. So you write everything together as Cosmos and Lipstick. You can also find me on Instagram at Cosmos and Lipstick. And, um, I'm also on Twitter. People feel used to in you, but where I come from, everybody's still used to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Cosmos and Lipstick. So without the and. So it's at Cosmos and Lipstick.
0: Cosmos and Lipstick. Right, And even if you can't find her, uh, I just retweeted uh, some of our conversations. So if you look on Twitter, you can also uh, find her there. All of the people out there that would like to know more on weddings and expenses and prices, I thought that in the context of uh, finances and uh, financial planning, it is something that we could really talk about. And I so love it that people engage in the conversation. Make sure that you look out for Ekria Konedu. You can find her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Plus, she's one of the members of uh, my girlfriend, the podcast, the ladies that I have here uh, every now and then. Thank you so much, Ekria. All love left- you.